On Sunday Night Live around the campfire, we're talking to Samantha Martin, the bush tucker woman, and she's talking about the amazing attributes of lemon myrtle. Today, I, I just an example, um, up at, at uh, the Botanical Gardens on my way back from um, the Tanks Market, there was a little, there's a little sh- shrub that gets trimmed quite often. And I was just walking past and I'd bought, bought some kombucha and I thought, you know what, this is going to go really nice with my kombucha, um, which is really good for gut health. So I just walked past and just trimmed a, a whole bunch off the top, so really fresh leaves off the top, put one in my mouth as I was walking along and just let that flavor. It's good for, you know, bad breath and it's antiviral, antibacteria. It's so good for high cholesterol, um, you know, bringing blood pressure down if you boil it up as a tea and drink it over time. So I'm going to basically make a big tea brew out of it with some ginger and just have that in my fridge and drink it cold. And because it's starting to warm up, it's just one of those drinks I just love to have and just sip on whenever I want it. And it's also very hydrating as well, which is great. Look, uh, I was shopping in a local supermarket here and uh, only on the weekend, and I noticed that they had ginger beer with lemon myrtle. Yes, I've seen that and I've had it. Yeah. And it's beautiful, it's really delicious. I love, I'm very partial to the ginger beer only because, again, it has the good properties of, you know, good gut health because ginger's um, a root that heats up the, um, the intestines and, and works really well in, in our intestines, you know, pushes through. Um, our bowels really well. Yeah. So I love the ginger beer. Um, it's, it is full of sugar, though. That's my only problem with ginger beer. But how clever to now incorporate, infuse lemon myrtle in with ginger beer. Like, that is, that is my heaven, my dream come true right there. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, I, I tried one bottle um, yeah. just for an experiment. And the thing that I found that even though you're saying it's got got that sugar, it mm. doesn't leave you wanting to drink more. Now, no. now, with ordinary soft drink, with all the sugar they got, you just put it away in the fridge and you want to go back and have some more, you know, 10 minutes later. Mm. But with the lemon myrtle, you have, you know, one, one good mouthful, you put it back in the fridge and, and you're no longer actually thirsty. Yeah. And I think it's that. It, 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 so lemon myrtle also has an oil base through it as well. So it is also used in like beauty products, so creams and oils and things for the hair, shampoos, um, you know, body lotions, that sort of stuff as well. But um, what it, it is, it has one of those things. So if you brew it up as a tea, it does quench your thirst. So I can understand when you say that. That's what it, it had done for you. Yeah. Because um, it, it has those properties that would, would do that for sure. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the least amount of those kind of drinks we're drinking, probably the, the better off, with the, especially with the sugar. So yeah, something that right. has, uh, got, um, has got probably just about everything you can think of in is finishing up its season, the Burdekin Plum. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, Greg, we went down and collected some last week, was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 last week or the week before, maybe last week, um, thinking it was going to be the end of the season. Um, So we hurried down to our favourite little spot where, you know, you get the variety of the purple, the pink and the white and the almost semi-green. And um, it was so 
full in the tree. It was like a, a second load was coming on. Um, but it is always, you know, my favourite thing to do with you, Greg, is go and collect some some yummy vertican plum. And um, on my table, I have a whole bunch of the ones that we collected. So they just ripen as it sits there in the, in the heat of the, the room. And I just walk past, just go and have a little feel of them and whatever's um, feeling a little bit soft goes straight into my mouth and I just walk around the house eating these vertican plums, getting my vitamin C. <laughs> and that's why she is called the bush tucker woman because living <laughs> in suburbia, in a suburban environment, walking around the house eating bush tucker. So uh, <laughs> that explains it all. And uh, yes, we, we would encourage others to do the same because um, uh, here at Blackstar we we gave away some uh, Burdekin plum trees um, a couple of years back now and uh, yeah. uh, they're, they're, they're growing well. Uh, it takes a little bit of time uh, to get you the, the fruit and uh, to get some rewards uh, from it. But, you know, here in North Queensland, look, we're going into many, many different things to, um, you know, earn a living and, and we're blessed with the amount of rain that we get and, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, you might want to leave that gift for your children. Yeah, absolutely. And what was fun, What was funny today, I was walking around the, the Rusty's Markets today and um, I thought, oh, I'll just go and see what, what's in the organic section is, um, that I always go and, and shop at. And you wouldn't believe it, but they had a whole bunch of um, finger lines on sale wow. and you know like they're like gold basically trying to get hold of some finger lines but i grabbed some today and i thought you know i'm going to go to the seafood markets and get some um prawns and i'm going to get some um oysters and i'm going to have some finger lines with that um but yeah that's also what's in season at the moment up here in far north queensland and it's abundant you know it's it's Opening your eyes and, and also your mind to wanting to try new things, I always say. So bring, bringing bush tucker into your kitchen means that, you know, you have to be brave to bring a new ingredient and, and use it. But the benefits from doing that is so high that, you know, it, it becomes your way of life. Like salt and pepper, you know, we have mountain, I have mountain pepper and, um, and salt bush now. Yeah. So I don't really use table salt or the normal black pepper. And it's just because I've I've made it part of my lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Before we come on the program, I made mention uh, just briefly that uh, 60% of China's annual chicken imports are made up solely of feet. Soup, chicken yeah. soup. And, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's a hell of a lot of chicken feet when when sixty percent of their annual import is made made from feet. And uh, for a lot of Western people, they go, "Oh, yuck!" Um, mm. But for um, a lot of people from Asia, they're they're saying that's a delicacy. And see mm. what what's um, just our different way of looking at things. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And we everywhere has their native um, ingredients or native berries or or native dish basically um so it's 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 bad to knock another person's culture because they want to eat you know chicken's feet to them they they'll be getting the best delicacy that is 
offered on the marketplace. It's it's like bush tucker here in Australia. It's almost like it's go, it goes through waves. So it, it goes, you know, very, people get very enthusiastic about it. And then they sort of go, oh, yeah, I've tried kangaroo. I've tried emu. And then they don't do anything with it again. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it, it, go, it dies out and then it comes back in another wave. And people go, oh, yeah, you know, I went to a function and they were serving kangaroo and emu and crocodile and some lemon myrtle. And, you know, and then it, it becomes almost gourmet. Yeah. And then it dies out and then it comes back and now, you know, head chefs on television cooking with it, on MasterChef and My Kitchen Rules. And, you know, I had a friend text me and say, oh, my God, Sammy, a person on My Kitchen Rules had your book and was was talking about your book or, you know, had it in their hand. And I was like, really? Oh, my God. So, you know, it, it comes in waves and people become adventurous. And then, you know, it, it becomes something that people then want to be proud of to use it and say that they have tried it or cook with it or they, it's part of their diet. But, yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. understand that about, you know, chicken feet. Yeah. I've got one more for you, and this one is dung beetles. You know, uh, uh, cattle, how they uh, leave the dung behind and the dung beetles come along and eat the dung? Mm-hmm. Well, they're collected once a year. They're quick frozen, cleaned, roasted and dehydrated to lock in the flavour and nutrients. They're seasoned to taste and dung beetles are consumed as a delicacy in northeast Thailand. They say they are an acquired taste. <laughs> I like <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I like that little bit at the end, you know. I like that too, but I don't, I'm the bush sucker woman, but you won't hear or see me eating dung beetles. No way. <laughs> I do draw the line somewhere. <laughs> well, I, I was wondering where that was and I knew we'd get there one day sooner or later and we finally have managed to get there. Thank, thank goodness for that. Uh, oh, look, um, what else is in season is the um, the, the peanut tree. Yes. And, uh, yes. and they're so easy to grow. Yeah, so they're a coastal plant. They used to grow on the coastline um, on the northern peninsula mainly. So, um, and it's, it's a real delicacy again for the kids and also the adults. But um, when I travelled through Cape York, I couldn't believe the fact that they were nearly everywhere. And, you know, they're, they're nothing to look at. So they're beautiful. They come in a beautiful pod, which is a really bright orange pod. Yeah. And then when it's ripened, it opens up and these little black seeds, the, the size of a finger, a small fingernail. Um, is inside it, and then you just basically peel it and then crack it open and put it in your mouth and, and chew on it, and it's like a peanut, and I guess that's why it's called bush peanut. Yeah. Um, sometimes you can roast it as well on hot coals, and it gives it that roasty, sort of um, crunchy flavor as well. Yeah, yeah. But another high source of fiber and, and really good fats in it as well. It's very healthy for you. Yep, and uh, you mentioned before um, kangaroo tails. One of the things that I uh, had always wanted to do when I got to Darwin was to go and see for myself in the supermarket in Woolworths, I was told, that they actually sell kangaroo tails in the frozen section. I got to Woolworths and forgot about looking for the kangaroo tails. But but, uh, Winelli Supermarket uh, stock uh, them in Darwin. They deliver for Darwin, they say. Yes. They're frozen and wrapped, yes. and um, the uh, the price uh, going back a little while. The average sale is about two kilos, uh, a one point five kilo 
um, is at uh, $10.99 a kilo. So, Which is pretty cheap when you it, think about it. Isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's just and so, so nutritious as well. I mean... Um, oh, and tasty, not to mention. Yeah, that's why people go crazy about it. Kangaroo mm. uh, tail stew, yeah. Yeah, Greg, I did a film night down on the Sunshine Coast and I was thinking about how do I cater for it. And I thought, okay, I want to give people the experience of, you know, trying different things. And a lot of people would have had kangaroo somewhere along the line in the, in the traps of their lives. So I thought I'll, I'll, I'll make a lemon myrtle kangaroo slow-cooked stew, but I ordered like something like 20 kilos of kangaroo tail and they came, you, you could either get them skinned or with the fur on um, and I got them knuckled and with the, um, with the fur on and then I just cooked them on the hot coals, buried them in the hot coals with the skin on and then pull them all out and then cook them, just slow cook them on the barbecue. And I was selling them for like two bucks each. And I thought, oh, no one will want these. So I'll just, I'll just cook them as people want them. And I had a guy in the barbecue and he kept coming in going, do we have any more kangaroo tail? I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, there's one fella that just standing by the barbecue and he just keeps buying the, the tails before they, you know, before they're cooked. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go and get the rest of the stock out. But I had no idea that people would like it. And he said, like, oh, I'm not game enough. I'm a beef eater and, you know, vegetables and, you know, I'm very plain eater. And the guy said, well, here, try one. I won't charge you for it. But here you go. Put some salt on, pepper on it. And he couldn't stop eating it, Greg. He he probably <laughs> ate by himself maybe five kilos of kangaroo tail. <laughs> and then I had to come out and sort of introduce myself. And he's like, and I said, oh, how are you doing? He goes, oh, good, mate. And he was just as, you know, farmer, old fella. And he was very curious about my documentary because we we're showcasing my, my documentary on the Sunshine Coast. And he said, this is the best kangaroo tail I've ever had. In fact, I've never had it. This is the only kangaroo tail I've ever had. And I love it. And he's like, thank you very much. I'm going to order this and I'm going to have it in my diet nearly every week. And I said, oh, my goodness, this is this. You touch one person already. You're making a difference. I always say. Yeah. You know, it's a little funny story. Yeah. yeah. And that's what uh, Sunday Night Live is about around the campfire. Uh, Stories. And I've got this one from the um, Northern Territory Police Museum. Happened uh, near Darwin at a little place called Tea Tree which is about 160 kilometres north of Alice Springs. And what seemed like a straightforward arrest for loitering got a little bit ugly. And what had happened is that a man was sitting in the middle of the Stewart Highway and a fight ensued when the police were forced to uh, go back to the police station after, after this fight had happened. Now, what happened when they attempted to remove him? They claimed they were set up on by 15 people armed with frozen kangaroo tails. This is a true story. <laughs> so it brings a whole different avenue to your story on the, on, on the kangaroo tail and the men that fell in love with them. There they have many uses. Yeah, look, it can be a weapon or, of mass destruction or it could be something that is eaten by the fire on off hot coals and enjoyed by a whole family of tribes. Yeah, exactly, so let's do it that there way. There you but... go. I would never have thought that, you know... You could use a kangaroo tail, but if you think about it, frozen, they they would pack a punch. 
Yeah, we're not advocating any of that, but that's the story out of the museum. And and fact fact is stranger than fiction. And uh, that's what Sunday Night Live is is all about around the campfire, telling stories that you may not have heard before. And um, we would encourage anybody to, um, they can actually even uh, send them in via email or uh, send them straight on this number 0427-453-200 and we'll, uh, we'll talk to anyone anywhere. That's exactly right. Yeah, and um, we might send a shout-out now to for people that are having a birthday or a, some kind of a ceremony or something that they, they'd like to remember. If, they, if they'd like to send the, a message out, 0427 453 200, and um, we'll, we'll pass that on. Samantha, it's been a pleasure, as usual, to have a yarn with you, and it's been great to catch up with you again. Oh, thanks, Greg, and thanks for having me on your Round the Campfire yarn-up time. No worries. I'll let you get back to the football. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I got a feeling that things are getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back right now. Thank All you, right. Greg, for your time. Uh, dear, oh dear. I'm not sure what's happening in the football. We'll have to find out. <laughs>